Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? Doing good. Excellent. We'll just let everyone know if they hear any clinking. Uh, that is just Cheryl's medicine. Uh, now, does that medicine come in white or rosé? It's white. Okay. And I guess she likes ice cube and ice cubes in her medicine. I That's do. The clinking. Yeah. I like uh, ice cubes in my white wine. I know you're not supposed yes. to do that, but... You know, so that's what I like. We'll start out good. If you're slurring by the end, we'll all understand. It's one glass of wine. We're doing this before dinner tonight, so I'm not cranky, which is nice. It Sometimes is. Sometimes I get a little cranky if we go for too me, late at night. That is a dream. <laughs> all right. Um, from the Disney Parks blog, uh, the Avengers Campus has been unveiled. That's right. They had the dedication ceremony on Tuesday night, and uh, it was star-studded. If you uh, consider Anthony Mackie and uh, Paul Rudd to be. Uh, Star studs. Paul, Paul um, Rudd is a star. Paul Rudd is a star. Um, you know, lots of Marvel folks there. Uh, John Favreau, uh, Kevin Feige, uh, Josh Tomorrow was there, and uh, Bob Chapek. God, mm-hmm. I dislike him. Yeah. He is the most wooden, non-personality-filled guy ever. He's not making any friends, and no. uh, he's definitely making Disney into more of a money-making machine than uh, – than it already was. Yes, it is. He's a bean counter. Don't like and it at all. It's, it's really just going to set it up nice for the next CEO who's everybody's going to love because it's not going to be Bob Chapek. Yeah. Um, so what happened? Let's see. They went through all of the rides, attractions, restaurants, typical Disney marketing. They showed you what merchandise they had available. Um, but then they did bring in a bunch of the Avengers characters who were going to be uh, around the land. Uh, the Spider-Man stunt-tronic uh, animatronic figure was working. Um, and then they introduced a new character to Disney parks and that is the Sam Wilson Falcon, Captain America character. Okay. So he will be there as well as the classic Captain America, Steve Rogers. Um, so they're not going for like, uh, authenticity there. No, they're not going for any type of continuity. I mean, <laughs> uh, black widow is going to be there. You know, right. she's dead. Right. Um, Thor is there. He's not fat Thor. He's regular Thor. Well, he went back to being regular Thor, didn't he? He will go back to being regular Thor with the oh, next he's movie. currently fat. As we saw from the photos mm-hmm. uh, last week. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was uh, pretty cool. The ceremony is posted to our Facebook page. It's maybe half hour, 40 minutes. Uh, the first part is rough, but once they get to dedicating the land, it's pretty cool. And uh, Can you yeah, tell us how many minutes in we need to start it at so that we don't have to deal with uh, the viewing of the merchandise? I'd prob- well, the merchandise <laughs> is kind of interspersed. Of course it is. Yeah, I, I'd probably go about 15, 20 minutes in. I mean, it's it's nice. If you're a Disney fan and you want to see the Imagineers talk about the ride and get a look at the rides and attractions, you can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'll make you watch it later. Perfect. All right, good. Adventures by Disney is offering some new adventures. That's right. It's been a rough year for them, uh, but they've decided to create two new adventures. Uh, the, one of them will be joining in 2022 in May, and that is the New England, Vermont, New Hampshire, and Maine uh, adventure. No one, needs, no one needs to pay for that. Just stop over our house, and we will take you on that little tour, and we'll charge you half of what Adventures by Disney is going to charge All you. right. Uh, well, you'll be able to discover farm fresh foods, covered bridges, foliage, seaside towns, history, and lobster dinners. Literally, we've got that. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we can handle that. Um, so that is exciting. And then they've also um, announced that they will be doing more private adventures. Um, as we mentioned before, private adventures is allowing families flexibility. 
um, because you can go as a group of up to 12 guests and Disney will provide their guides for you. Okay. Um, but it is, of course, to certain locations. You can't just call up and say, hey, I'm going to Cleveland. I'd like <laughs> Adventures by Disney. Darn. Uh, so it's got to be on one of their itineraries uh, that they have. So okay. if you're interested in that, uh, they have 11 different private adventures and uh, they're designed for smaller group of groups of travelers. And uh, you can check out adventuresbydisney.com. Or you can just call Tony, your travel agent, and let him handle everything. That is true. Uh, Disney has released some more information about the Disney Ever, uh, the Disney After Hours Boo Bash. That's right. The Boo Bash is a scaled down version of Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, uh, which, as we know, has been around for a number of years. Uh, it was canceled last year. Uh, and it is canceled this year, but is being replaced by the After Hours Boo Bash, which we mentioned uh, two or three weeks ago. So this is going to begin uh, August 10th and continue through October 31st on select nights. Uh, the hours will be 9 p.m. to midnight. Um, if you have a ticket for this event, you will be able to get in at 7 p.m. It is a hard ticketed event, which means that you need a ticket for this uh, event you can't just show up or, mm -hmm. or think that because you have a ticket for the park during the day that you can stay. Right. So it is a hard ticketed event. Um, they will have some Happy Halloween cavalcades with the characters in costumes. There will be some friends lurking about, uh, the Cadaver Dans uh, and Miss Carlotta, who hangs out outside of the Haunted Mansion. And uh, they will have complimentary ice cream novelties and popcorn, along with select beverages available. Uh, for free. That's why for, they're complimentary. Free in quotes. That's right. Um, and then they will have more than 20 attractions open uh, during that time. Uh, of course, they will have their specialty food and drinks that will be available uh, only during uh, only during this, this party. Um, costumes can be worn by guests. Uh, if you're under 14, you can wear a mask. If you're over 14, no mask for you. Uh, and now the important thing is when can you buy this and how much does it cost? Mm -hmm. uh, this uh, tickets go on sale June 15th and can be purchased online or by your favorite travel agent. And um, the ticket prices start at $129 to $139, not including tax for August and September nights, and $159 to $169 for October nights, and then $199 for Halloween evening. Uh, if you're an annual pass holder or a DVC member, you get a $10 discount in August and September. Of course, these tickets are limited, so if you're looking on going, uh, make sure you get it. That's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. Um, I'm currently looking up what the was it, what the Disney Villains After Hours mm -hmm. was. Okay, so in 2020, the Disney Villains After Hours was from 10 p.m. until 1 a.m., so, so same three hours. amount of time. Yeah. Um, purchase. Tickets were purchased for $145 per adult, uh, or if you bought them day of, they were $155. Uh, so I guess the pricing is Similar. somewhat in line with that. So it's a little bit less if you go um, earlier in the Halloween season and a little right. bit more if you go later in the Halloween season. But they are similar. Uh, I would never have considered doing the um, the Villains After Hours. It's no. I don't like how late it is. I don't like how short it is. Right. I don't like how expensive it is. Yep. But I think those things used to sell out. Yeah. So some people, I guess, like them. Um, I would definitely not be doing this in place of the Halloween party. I will be waiting for the actual Halloween party to come back. Right. At hopefully 
next a year. Similar, yeah, hopefully a similar price yeah. uh, to what it used to be. Because you do lose a lot. You there's no uh, as of right now there's no fireworks. They had right. the special fireworks presentation. The parade was huge. The Halloween parade. That was the whole reason is to phenomenal. Go. Yeah. Uh, the character meet and greets. Mm-hmm. Now I see this two ways. The character meet and greets when you went, you would wait in line for two hours to meet this all seven of the dwarfs. Right. Now at least there's social social distancing, so it's not the dwarves signing. Uh, autograph books right. for kids. So I think that the character meet and greets would go faster, Maybe, but that's yeah. the only upside to mm-hmm. this. Um, the other downside is that when you went to the Halloween, not so scary Halloween party, the party was scheduled seven from to midnight, seven to midnight, but you could get in as early as four o'clock. Right. So you would get a full eight hours in the park for $139, $140. If it was that much, I think it was closer to, I thought it was like 120 but. It, it depends, once again, it depends yeah, on the depends time on of the, the day. Year. But I mean, we used to do that, if I'm gonna spend that kind of money, we would do that in place of that, of a day in the park. Right. Um, this obviously just does not allow for that. I, you know, I think it's disappointing. I think they should have done something for the same or maybe a little bit less price than the Halloween party. Um, but I don't know. I think, guess maybe because they are offering, you know, popcorn and ice cream that's supposed to make up for it. But but they've also taken away the trick-or-treating because there's no mention of trick-or-treating. Right. right. So you used to get a ton of candy. Yeah. It'll probably, I don't know how crazy, like, the demand is going to be for it. But it, it may sell out at least, like, close to the Halloween dates. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's going to be very much like the other after-hours events. Yeah. And it looks primarily to be Tuesdays and Fridays. Uh, with the exception of uh, the Sundays before the Sunday before Halloween and Halloween itself is on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. I find it uh, kind of funny that the October 1st date uh, of the 50th anniversary of the park, mm-hmm. uh, there is not a Halloween party between September 25th through October 4th. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have a bunch of people there for the 50th anniversary. You want to go to the Halloween party? Sorry, we're not offering it during that time. Yeah, well, they're already going to be too busy. I don't think that's necessarily the wrong move because to try to like, they need to have extended hours in the parks that week. And they can't, if you're trying to close the Magic Kingdom at what, seven, maybe yeah. nine? Yeah. Uh, nine, it's got to be nine. Um, it's still not, not great. Maybe the seven. I don't know. Anyway, uh, let's move on. All right. Uh, they have a new rainbow magic shot being offered, uh, for pride month. That's right. If you are uh, so inclined, uh, Disney is offering two new magic rainbow shots at both Walt Disney world and Disneyland resort. Um, they can be added by your PhotoPass photographer. And then if you go to Disney Springs, the Disney PhotoPass studio has virtual drop month, uh, virtual backgrounds uh, for Pride Month as well. Okay, good. The Disneyland Railroad um, has started testing boarding for all stations. That's right. And this is out in California. Uh, because we know that the road and Walt Dis- the railroad in Walt Disney World has been down for uh, three years now, and uh, it's not back yet. Uh, but they are loading in multiple uh, stations. They had been loading only in Mickey's Toontown um, back in May, and then they've gone to some uh, altered loading procedures, and now they're trying to load again at all stations. So, you know, you used to be able to get on and off at three different stations. Right. And when they were loading only in Mickey's Toontown, it kind of became a train ride around the park that you had to ride the right. whole way around. Right. You know, some people use that as a form transportation, of transportation absolutely. to get from Main Street mm-hmm. to Toontown right. or, you know, wherever else they're right. going to stop. Right. So, Okay. Well, that's good. Uh, the Grand Californian, uh, the club level is going to be reopening. 
That's right. June 4th, 2021, we'll see the club level rooms reopen. Uh, the club level rooms have additional special touches um, that uh, are offered. So uh, they get a dedicated concierge desk and complimentary refreshments offered throughout the day, as well as online check-in services, which I guess every guest gets online check-in services now. But it will be nice to see the club level uh, rooms return. So I think it's interesting that, and we have a story later here about when the um, the club level at Disney World is reopening, which they are saying is later this year. And I think it's fascinating that Things at California were closed for so much longer than Disney World, but now they seem to be reopening at a faster pace. Yeah, but it's only one resort. Yeah, but it's one resort that's going to have club level months before anything at Disneyland has club level. Um, In Walt Disney World, we have some construction updates for Tron Light Cycle Run. That's right. They have started uh, interior construction, well, resumed interior construction on the Tron Light Cycle Run. So now there is some scaffolding outside of the show building because they have to reopen the hole. They had closed the track entrance. And we went on the, uh, was it the People People Mover Mover and and or uh, the uh, Autopia. Right. Um, And... Isabel said, I don't understand how you're supposed to get out of the building because you see the track come out of the building, but there's no space. It's just completely enclosed by the building, just room for the track. So, uh, yeah, Tony had told us that they had closed that off. Yeah, they've they've also put some lights. uh, They're putting lights up. Uh, Don't know if they're construction lights or if they're going to be permanent lights, uh, but there are cherry picker vehicles in the area as well. And uh, as I mentioned, the scaffolding all along the uh, exterior of the building where the opening is. All right. Uh, Very important here. Yes. I hear that you have an update on the status of the spring roll cart. That's right. For those of you who can get to the spring roll cart, I don't know if Jason's still listening, but Jason mentioned that apparently every time he goes, the spring spring roll cart is not open. Um, but it is not a figment of your imagination because I've seen it. I've eaten there. Yeah. Uh, it is just outside the bridge to Adventureland, and uh, they've added a new spring roll. Uh, the buffalo chicken spring roll has returned. However, Ooh, uh, they have removed the pepperoni pizza spring roll. Oh, no. So right now, your two options are the cheeseburger spring roll or the barbecue chicken spring roll. Uh, they both go for nine fifty. Barbecue chicken or buffalo chicken? I'm sorry, buffalo chicken. Okay. Uh, they both go for nine fifty. That is uh, for two spring rolls. Uh, you can either have uh, two of one particular kind, or you can mix and match with one of each. I'm a little sad. I feel like the pepperoni pizza one was. I don't know. Maybe preferable over the uh, buffalo chicken. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know what it is? What? The pepperoni pizza came with that little thing of dipping sauce. They don't want to deal I'll with bet it. They don't want to deal with dipping sauce because you the know what though. If you're going to give me a nothing. buffalo chicken uh, spring roll, mm-hmm. I want some blue cheese dressing to okay. dip it in. Well, if you're going to eat that, maybe you want to bring in a little packet of blue cheese. Maybe uh, <laughs> pick one up on your way in. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Um, they let's move into the physical distancing measures, all the things that are being removed, which is all good news. Yes. The physical distancing markers have been removed from outdoor tables. This is fantastic. Um, it, there's a, a picture from um, one of the places that they had removed it. It's pretty funny. The color differentiation between where the sticker used to be. And are you the rest telling of the me table. you don't know where that picture is from? Uh, is it Casey's? It is. Okay. Yeah. 
It's outside mm-hmm. of Casey's. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, like, red, you know, the red tables are no longer red. They're, like, light pink. And, well, maybe they were never red. They were, like, a dark pink. And now there's this one dark pink square with the rest of it being a light pink table. Um, of all the things that they're doing to bring um, physical. Yeah, normalcy to, to, to drop some of the physical distancing. This is the biggest change, in my opinion. You know, you could do what you wanted as far as waiting in line. The markers were there. Did it really hurt to leave like six feet between you and the next party? No. no. Didn't bother anybody. But when you would pick up your food, we just had this happen at Sleepy Hollow when we were there. Get your waffles and off you go. I mean, they're messy. You know, we've got a family of four. We've got drinks. We've got you know, we had three waffles between us and there's nowhere to sit. There's right. plenty of tables. Right. But they all tell you you can't sit at them. Right. So you're just sort of balancing things on trash cans. People are trying to sit on walls. They're not any further apart. Right. <laughs> They're and, just inconvenienced. And if you do find a table, you've got people, uh, you know, staring at you like the hawks because <laughs> are, are, they getting up? are they getting eating. up? Are they getting up? Are you leaving? Are you leaving? Excuse me. Are you leaving? So the minute you get up to go, someone grabs your seat. No, Cheryl's right. It, it, this is a good thing. Um, you know, it's it's only for the outdoor tables. The indoor tables, they're still respecting the social distancing. Um, you know, the table's safe for your health and safety. This table is not available. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they are doing that inside. But outside, it just, it, it really opens things up. Yeah. And uh, like even we said, it's a step back to normal. Even at Blaze Pizza, we had to sit with this poor family. Right. Um, because they had sat so they had really long tables at blaze it was really like like basically well they were basically two picnic tables pushed together um so like six would comfortably fit Mm -hmm. at each picnic table but they had them pushed together and on each of them there was one sticker that said don't sit here so of the the big long table pushed together you could sit at one or the other well this family had sat at the section that said don't sit here Ah. so the section where you could sit was still open and there was no place to sit. So I went over. I was like, you know, can we sit over here? Can we do you mind? And they, they were like, no, like, it's fine. We have room. But then they were. Little did we know. They, they had like, like six more people showing up. They were like two up. or three people when we sat down. And then all these extra people showed up. So we were like on top of each other. So hopefully everyone was vaccinated. Right. Um, but yeah, very good to see these markers removed. It is. And then on top of that, over at the Haunted Mansion, the extended queue markers have been removed. Uh, that's a good thing. Uh, the Haunted Mansion queue extended all the way down past the uh, uh, steamboat, uh, into the steamboat queue along the river, across the pier. It, it was, was it, yeah, this, it was one of those situations where you're walking along and you see these markers and you think, what attraction is this even for? Right. right. Yeah. Why is this in front of the country bears? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, and then the Jungle Cruise, we've been talking about a bunch of things that have been removed from there. Uh, last uh, episode. We mentioned that the natives had been removed from the celebration scene, and now in that same celebration scene, the hut has been removed. That's right. So I guess uh, if if it's empty, remove the hut. So, I mean, really, there's no one to go in the hut. So yeah, like I said, out. next is probably going to be the drummers are gone, and then the drummer's hut will be gone. Right. Yep. And let's go to Epcot. Zach Ridley has shared some information on the color scheme of creation of the creation's shop facade. Do, do you know what my favorite thing in the Jungle Cruise is now? What? Is when the skipper tells you, um, I'd like to show you some of my favorite plants. This one. Oh. And that one. And this one. 
Yes. Yeah, that, that's very funny. That's very, I, I don't know. I couldn't hear anything through the plexiglass. Gotcha. You've mentioned that. <laughs> uh, so uh, Zach Ridley, uh, Imagineer par excellence, uh, has decided to share some of the design process about the creation shop on uh, his Instagram account. And today he has shown off the color scheme for the exterior. Uh, they were looking for something neutral and warm to perfectly capture the light and architectural detail of these renovated buildings while complementing the adjacent spaceship Earth facade. Uh, so they do share the color scheme. Eh, you know, it's nothing fancy to me, I guess. Um, but uh, they are going full bore at that because the Creation Shop and Club Cool are expected to open later this summer in Epcot in the World Celebration neighborhood. Okay. Uh, at the World Showcase... The Morocco Pavilion, which um, in essence has been closed, I mean, it's pretty much closed off, um, now has some new lamps that have been installed. They do. They've installed new lamps. Um, there's a lot of new signage and some aesthetic modifications uh, now that Disney has taken ownership of the pavilion. And uh, it looks like they're going to be putting, uh, they're working on the fountain in the center and uh, that central area where there's the uh, uh a fountain and some planters. Um, but these new lights have a uh, thin metal webbing over frosted glass. I, I think they're pretty, uh, pretty nice. They're very Moroccan. They're very, yeah, they are. They're very Moroccan. Um, they just look newer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're nice. So at some point, the rest of the pavilion will open and then we'll be able to see what's going on in there. All right. Keeping with the lighting theme, points of light have been added to the bottom section of Spaceship Earth. That's right. These small circular lights have been added uh, onto Spaceship Earth. Uh, you can see them as you are entering uh, as you're entering uh, Spaceship Earth. As you're entering Spaceship Earth or as you're entering Epcot? As you're entering Spaceship Earth. As okay. you're in the queue, the standby gotcha. queue underneath, mm -hmm. you can now see them when you look up. All right. Um, some of the harmonious barges have been testing simultaneous features. That's right. They are testing arms, lights, and water features all at the same time. Whoa. Yeah. I went, were they doing it with people in the park? Because we didn't see anything happening with They those. are. Yeah, I mean, we, we, got, we got the shaft. We, we, we got did. to see nothing. I know. There were no, like, test fireworks anywhere. No. Got nothing. Oh, and by the way, the fireworks after the Avengers, I, I told you there was going to be fireworks in, in Disneyland. Yes. Uh, it was a it was a little more than a flourish. Okay. I, I, you know, I would consider a flourish to be what they do during some of the daytime performances right, outside sort of the Magic like, Kingdom. And it's just like the little, the little crackles. Yeah. Um, it was a little more than that, but it was no more than 12, 15 seconds of fireworks. Okay. Nothing gigantic. I can't wait for the 4th of July this year. Right. I think we're going to get some real fireworks. I Not at so. Disney. No. But you know, everywhere else. Right. Um, construction is going vertical on Journey of Water. That's right. Journey of Water, inspired by Moana, uh, which is going to be a new walkthrough attraction um, over where Innoventions East used to be. Uh, as Cheryl said, they have started construction on that. Uh, there's a bunch of digging going on, and they have started putting up uh, metal framework. So right. we, we don't know what that's going to be. We've seen some artist concept, but... Uh, Nobody knows. Is Moana going to be there? Is it going to be a walkthrough attraction with a meet and greet at the end? No one knows. All right. In Hollywood Studios, Toy Story Land, in Toy Story Land, they have filed uh, permits for the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue, something to do with walls. That's right. It is a permit filed by Mecca Productions for the commencement of design, production, and installation of walls at the site of the Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. Good. It'll be nice to see that open. Yep. 
Another thing that it will be nice to see open over in the Animal Kingdom, Tusker House is set to reopen on June 20th. That's right. June 20th, uh, which uh, is coming up soon, is the opening date of Tusker House. Uh, Bookings begin on Friday, June 4th. Uh, This venue has been closed since since last March. Uh, They serve family-style meals in the flavors of Africa. And I have a look at their, looks like they're doing breakfast and breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's a big deal because a lot of the places have come back, like Crystal Palace comes to mind. Mm -hmm. Used to be a buffet and um, Tusker House also used to be a buffet and is now going to family style, which is typically what's been done. But Crystal Palace did not come back with breakfast. Mm -hmm. They only came back with lunch and dinner. Okay. So it's nice that um, Tusker House is is coming back with breakfast. Right. As Cheryl mentioned, it will be family style. Uh, According to DisneyWorld.com, breakfast will be $42 for adults and $27 Mm. for children. Damn, it's expensive. Uh, For that, you will get the pastries basket. Uh, fresh fruit and the breakfast platter of potatoes, scrambled eggs, Mickey and Simba shaped waffles, bacon, sausage, Durban chicken, egg curry with jasmine rice. I just want the Crystal Palace to reopen and they need to bring me that like fried cinnamon sugar French toast stuff. There you go. Uh, for lunch and dinner, it is both uh, both pricing is the same. $55 per adult, $42 for children. Uh, please remember that these prices do not include tax or gratuity. Uh, so you'll need to add that on. Uh, and then for starters, you will have an option of breads and African-inspired salads. The entree is Moroccan spiced beef, Cape Malay green curry shrimp, spit roasted herb chicken with a Berber marinated pork. And sides are green beans with carrots and corn, roasted potatoes, jasmine rice, and a house-made macaroni and cheese. For dessert, you have animal-inspired mini desserts. Animal? Animal. Animal. Okay. Animal. Yes. All right. Yes, I'd like a small giraffe, please. <laughs> In um, Disney Springs, my personal favorite, um, we've gone there now twice in our trips, um, is Gideon's. They now have their, they've announced their new cookie of the month. That's right. Gideon's Bakehouse, which um, I hate to say it, but their chocolate chip cookie is growing on me. It's kind of amazing. It is. It's almost a half pound of cookie. Uh, it is gigantic. It can easily be shared by multiple people, which I, I, I don't like to share my cookie, but you know, <laughs> um, so it, so it be. Uh, I, I do like uh, – I do – I'm sorry. I do not like the fact that there's a little bit of salt on the outside of it. That's what makes it good. You it say was, you don't like it, but, but I, I – But I, I ate uh, two, <laughs> one and a half of them on the last trip. That's what makes it so addictive. Um, so this month, their new cookie of the month for June is a white chocolate caramel macadamia nut. Nope. Nope. Not nope. doing it for you? It's got to have cho- It's got to have darker milk chocolate in it for me to like it. Okay. And then uh, if you are into their cakes, their Pride Month special is a three-layer vanilla uh, confetti cake covered with extraordinary multicolored marshmallow buttercream and laced with mega crunchy rainbow crumbs. I'm looking at the picture. Macadamia nut cookie. I mean, I like macadamia nuts. I, I just they just need to put some regular the chocolate cake. things. Yeah, they're you know, that one actually looks pretty good. It does. The thing about some of their cakes is the frosting ratio to cake mm-hmm. is like way off. Like there's yeah, this way looks, too much frosting. This looks like it has a good uh, cake to frosting ratio. Yeah, it's a fair amount of cake. Which is and their cake slices are gigantic. They're ridiculous. Yeah, yeah we haven't had any of those. Um, we stuck with cookies. Even the cookies we got, um, we each got our own cookie, but it took. Each of us a good three days to get through yeah. our one cookie. So yeah. they are very large. They are. Um, 
Little note, if you are going to Gideon's, you need to get there really early. Put your name in. Maybe swing by if you have a car. Maybe swing by, get your name on the list, and uh, go back later. Because depending upon the day, especially in the weekends, uh, depending upon the time you check in, you're looking at anywhere from a three to a seven-hour wait. Yeah, we checked in at 5 o'clock on a Saturday, mm-hmm. and our time was five hours. So our virtual queue was five hours. We came back about 10.30 yep. and got our cookies. Uh, conversely, we went on a Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I checked like in o'clock. about one thirty, two o'clock, and the time was, I think, I think it was like uh, two hours. About two hours, two hours and 10 minutes. But insider tip, when I went that time, um, went and checked in at like, you know, one thirty, got a two hour wait time. I asked, I said, well, what if, you know, what if I can't make can't it? Make it. So when, when we done the virtual lines for the uh, Disney outlets, they tell you once you get called up, you have 15 minutes to return. So I asked that same question, you know, how long do I have to return? And he said, uh, he's like, well, you know, there's come as soon as you can. There's really no time limit. But uh, if you get called and you're in the middle of dinner or something, just text us back. So you reply to that text and tell us that you're going to be a little while. We can't respond, but we will see it. Right. And so on that particular occasion, I had put our name in. It said two hours. And uh, I was sort of between things, speaking of the outlet. Um, I had put my name on the outlet uh, list and then got, you know, was waiting for that. So I got called for that and then I was in the outlet. Let's say, let's just say that it was two hours past my call up time by the time I finally got there. But as soon as they texted me, I said, hey, you know, I'm at dinner. I'll be there. And when I showed up two hours after I was called up, they, they let me mind. right in. No yeah. problem. And we did something similar. We waited. I think we weren't there quite when they called right. us up. About um, a half hour after. Yeah, the second time. Same mm-hmm. thing. I just responded like, you know, we're at dinner. We'll be there soon. So insider tip, get your name on the list early. And even if you can't show up when you get called. Yeah, same same thing for Everglazed. Is it? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, in resort news, we oh, we talked about this. The club-level resort lounges in Disney World are going to open later this year. That's right. And here is the update. The Grand Floridian Resort and Spa Royal Palm Club will open on September 16th. The Disney Boardwalk Resort will open uh, their club level on September 23rd. The Contemporaries Club level will open on September 26th. The Wilderness Lodge on December 16th. And Coronado Springs, December 16th as well. Uh, Club-level lounges will follow physical distancing measures and indoor covering requirements. Lounges will continue to provide a personalized experience for guests, including exclusive food and beverage options throughout the day. Now, one of the things I find interesting for Walt Disney World is when you stay club-level, you get the option for additional Fast Passes. Mm -hmm. But you have to pay for them. But you do have to pay for them, but... They're not having them right now. I don't know. Haven't you heard rumor about what's replacing uh, Fast Passes? Yes, but it's only been on like one site. I think it's uh, sort of valid. They're talking about some sort of a paid, um, a paid service, sort of like what we they have in Disneyland. What's it called? Max Pass in Disneyland, Pass. which is nice. Yep. Uh, in Disney Cruise Line news, performing cast members have been recalled to work. This is uh, big news. Uh, something I've kind of been waiting for and looking with. I, I know I follow a couple of the the, the dining staff online mm-hmm. and I'm friends with them on Facebook and have been waiting to see that they are getting the callbacks because if they're going to start cruising in July, uh, specifically the, the Magic, mm-hmm. uh, which is over in uh, the United Kingdom, right. or the Dream, right. uh, they need to get their staffs in because they need to train them on the new procedures. Right. Um, and they have to quarantine prior to sailing. 
Yeah. Uh, so it do is, they though? I they mean, do. if everybody's vaccinated, they do. It has been noted that the uh, performing cast members have begun to be called back, and that some have already returned and are already in quarantine in preparation for the return to their ships. Hmm. That's interesting. If you've been vaccinated, I don't understand why you would have to quarantine. Uh, but whatever. Just right. exciting that they're coming back. Disney Cruise Line has also extended uh, their cruise date flexibility offer. That's right. This is for all cruises booked by June 30th of 2021 for sailings on or before November 30th. Uh, and for these sailings, you will be able to change your sail date up to 15 days prior to your departure with no penalty. Great news. You have until uh, September 30th of 2022 to uh, book your new cruise. Uh, if you do rebook, of course, these the new rates apply, mm-hmm. um, but you get a full credit towards what you have already paid towards these new rates. Great. Um, future cruise credits cannot be applied to the Disney Wish Maiden Voyage, um, and you cannot change your sale date back to the original sale date after taking advantage of this offer. Okay. So. Good. Uh, Disney Plus news. Uh, Disney Plus has announced another docu-series. Uh, that's right. On Imagineering, it is uh, called Behind the Attractions, and it is set to debut later this year. Um, this is going to be a 10 one-hour episode series, which will give an uh, in-depth look at uh, the people behind the scenes, how popular Disney attractions were created, uh, as well as some destinations, the changes over the years, and how fans' obsession continued to grow. Um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is an executive producer on this show, as well as uh, some folks from the Nacelle Company. Uh, you may not know the Nacelle Company, but if you've watched The Toys That Made Us on Netflix, which is a series on I did uh, watch toys, that. yeah, um, that's what they're known for. So okay. they, they've done this kind of work before. So very exciting to see another Imagineering-driven uh, show on Disney+. Plus. All right. Cruella de Vil, which we saw in the movie theater and thought was really good, um, had 39% less viewers on Premiere Access than Milan did. That's right. And this is according to Samba TV, which is a tracking company, much like Nielsen. Mm-hmm. Uh, they track streaming services. And uh, they have noted, uh, as Cheryl said, that Mulan was 39% more popular than Cruella on Disney Plus Premier Access. However, there's one big difference here. Yes. Uh, when Mulan debuted, uh, theaters were basically closed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they did not release theatrically. Uh, so, um, you know, that kind of makes sense. Uh, according to uh, Samba, uh, 686,000 households watched Cruella over the four-day weekend. Um, compared that to Mulan, which was also released over a four-day holiday weekend, they had 1.12 million households uh, watch it. So, I mean, it doesn't mean anything. It just means that people went to the movie theater. You know, here I think you're comparing apples to salmon. <laughs> you know, there there are some differences and you can't compare the releases because not every factor is identical. No, I mean if it were the other way around where Cruella Deville had 39% more viewers on Premiere Access than Mulan, that would be news. Right. Um because they're also in the theater and had, you know, extra sales, so it would just mean things were through the roof, but this is expected. So right. um as far as how well Cruella's doing, I think it's doing well when we went opening weekend I would say our theater was probably sold out, if not very, very close. Right. Because there were people down in almost the front row. Right. 
Uh, so, I mean, they um, have those dis- annoying kids were in the front yes, row. they were. Uh, they have distancing in place still at the movie theaters by us. So every time you block out a seat, it blocks out two seats on either side of you, which um, makes it so the the theater is going to be less than half full, I would right. say. Um, but considering all that, it was pretty full, and like I said, there were people all the way to the front. So yeah, as far as Cruella's old. box office uh, in the United States, they actually did drop down to third over the weekend. We thought that they I were going to be in second place. Um, a Quiet, Quiet Place. Place 2 and the ninth movie in the Fast and Furious <laughs> franchise. Well, you know what? However, what in terms of worldwide box office, uh, they were number one. Okay. So a uh, little bit of a drop in the States, but they were big I mean, overall. it's kind of annoying that those other movies are beating them out since they're so, so lame. But, I mean, I'm just glad people are back in the theaters. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Cruella, I feel like, got a pretty good turnout. And if those other two movies got even better turnouts, well... That's great for the theaters. And I also think that those other two movies skew more towards an older audience. Even though Cruella is not necessarily a kid, a, a family film, but there are still people who are going to bring their kids. Maybe there are some adults who, because children under 12 can't be vaccinated, right. they don't want to bring their 10-year-olds. Right. You know, so That's maybe true. maybe that The family, the, the whole family well. movie thing. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, Let's take a look around the globe at the other Disney resorts. You have some news on a bunch of them. Yeah, we haven't talked about some of the international resorts uh, for a while. Um, But Tokyo, uh, they're having a quasi-emergency in the Chiba Prefecture. Uh, That's been extended through June 20th. Uh, And the Oriental Land Company announced that uh, the uh, cut in hours would continue through June 20th. They were only supposed to be scheduled to run through uh, May 31st. So uh, both Tokyo Disneyland and Tokyo Disney Sea will operate from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. daily. Um, so uh, that is uh, that is big. Um, they are allowing now more than 5,000 guests. Um, actually, I'm sorry. They are only allowing 5,000 guests until the quasi-emergency ends. So very small capacities in those parks right now. Do um, they have a vaccine there? They do, but they're uh, they're having a flare-up. That sucks. So Paris, Disneyland is supposed to open on June 17th. They have announced annual passholder previews on June 15th and 16th ahead of the reopening. However, annual passholders are having trouble booking their park passes. Um, and that is because Disneyland Paris is restricting annual passholders to three park pass reservations. Um, and these, I guess these dates are filling up quickly. Uh, additionally, Paris, Disneyland Paris has announced uh, the first look at their cast member costumes for the new Cars Route 66 road trip, which is over in their Disney Studios Paris. And uh, they're pretty plain outfits, and uh, they do contain masks as well. And then over in Hong Kong Disneyland, uh, construction has begun on Elsa's Ice Palace in Arendelle at the World of Frozen. Okay. So, uh, no news from Shanghai. We know they're in the midst of their fifth anniversary uh, celebration. So, uh, that's a look around the Disney World. So, is everybody open now? Everybody is open now. Just some of them with restrictions. Some of them with restrictions, yes. Okay. Um, Coming back to the United States, Universal Hollywood had a fire in their parking garage. They did. It was very close to the Minions attraction. Oh, no. Um, it looked like, if you looked, I uh, watched some of the video. Right. Uh, this was about 1 p.m., I'm sorry, 1 a.m. on the 1st of June, and uh, it looked like the show building was right. on fire. Right. But uh, as Cheryl mentioned, it was not. It was actually in the parking structure, and uh, 
the funny thing, well, not funny, not funny, haha. Uh, coincidentally, uh, this was almost 13 years to the day after a large fire destroyed three acres of the uh, Universal Studios backlot. Oh. Um, so maybe there's a fire bug there. Who knows? Maybe. Um, Did they, what kind of damage? There were no attractions damaged, and they reopened as scheduled the following day. The parking garage, too? Uh, doesn't mention about the parking garage, but they did just mention that a uh, cargo box ignited. Um, five fire engines responded and extinguished the flames. They did not mention. I'm sure they closed that section of the parking garage. Yeah, I mean, structurally, you know, parking garages are pretty um, structurally dependent. Like, you know, yes. you know if and, something and goes fire wrong, fire melts like, asphalt. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, Hopefully they have that part closed. Oh, this is a 40-minute show today. Oh, my goodness. Everyone must be so tired, tired of listening to well, us. Well, good. Then let's do one more story. Okay, we'll do one more story, and then we're done. Bush Gardens Hello Scream tickets are going on sale. That's right. This is Bush Gardens Tampa Bay's Halloween Fright Fest, Hello Scream. Uh, the prices vary by date, but their prices range from $29.99 to $44.99 for one-night visits. They have an unlimited admission ticket, which is sold online for $79.99. Uh, you know, their Hallow Scream uh, event is ticketed separately from a regular day visit to their parks. The event runs on 28 nights between September 10th and October 31st. It is the earliest kickoff in their uh, history. Uh, the program starts at 7 p.m. nightly, but ticket holders can enter the park as early as 5 p.m. Uh, for 2021, the Hallow Scream features five haunted houses, two new mazes, and three returning houses. Bush Gardens has not announced their themes, but they have announced there will be eight scare zones, plus three unpredictable hordes, um, a fiend's dance party, and appearances by the Rolling Bones, a skeleton band. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like they're uh, taking a page out of... Uh the book of Universal Studios. Exactly. So, you have any final words? I, we gotta go make dinner. All right. Well, everybody, hope everybody has a good weekend. And until Monday, I'm Tony. And I'm Shara. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Bye.